um, going to Lego Discovery and um, uh, Birmingham Animal Conservation Park. And what is Lego Discovery? It is a thing it's- in Birmingham City Centre that is a Lego thing, and there are. I mean, it, it's like it's relatively small. But like, there's uh, a few rides. There's like a 4D cinema. There's like a mini Birmingham made out of Lego, um, so and a load of activities like a, and stuff for children. Like a pint-sized version of Legoland, but in a city. Then, yeah, it's um, it's quite good. It's expensive because everything's fucking expensive, as I discovered while looking for things to do over Easter. But. Mm-hmm. Everything's definitely expensive over Easter. The only downside with it is that it's um, the shop, the Lego shop that's attached to it, mm. is like some weird sort of spin-off third-party deal that I think is run by Merlin, who run the attraction. Oh, Because, yeah. like, there's not a huge amount there. It's relatively limited stock. Mm. Um, and, like, they don't accept, like, the Lego, um, like... Uh, VIP cards and stuff. Yeah, it's like they don't. You don't. You can't earn points or anything. They just give you like a flat discount. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a proper one. And also, uh, it's completely insane. We went there originally just after it opened. Must have been about five years ago now. Mm-hmm. And it was brand new, brand new open your shop. They didn't take contactless payments. Which just blew my mind at the time. I was like, how can you have like a brand new place that doesn't accept contactless payments? Have I traveled to the 90s? <laughs> but no, it turns out they were just shit. I'm assuming whatever payment processing network Merlin used wasn't set up to do contactless payments at the time. Mm-hmm. Must have just been them and WH Smiths as the only two people in the country that couldn't take contactless payments. Yeah. Oh, well, everyone else have a fun week. Well, um, Graham should have some stories for us. Yes. Been on adventures. Okay. So how was, uh, well, I'll let you, I'll let you. Well, my findings on the Americas are as follows. Everything is very, very big. And secondly, any, evil acts the US has committed over the last 112 years that it has been in existence. Mm. Uh, All of its foreign policy and school shootings and everything are all forgiven because you can make near side turns on a red light. And that's a practice (laughs) I'm going to start introducing over here because it's brilliant. Stop at a red light. It's clear you can turn right. Or in our our case, I think probably it's safer to start with a left turn. Yes. Baby steps. Uh, we'll start yeah, with the. So uh, I think every, they've they've got that thing so right that it just makes up for everything else. And the second thing I want to tell you is the best thing that's ever happened to me happened, which was you know, I've got a white shirt. No, that would be, that would have been even better. It was almost that good though. I've got a Hawaiian shirt which is like dark blue with red and very pale blue flowers on it. It's my favourite yeah. shirt. And I was wearing that when we went to the cinema to see Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And there was a black man taking the tickets. And he looked me in the eye and said, love your shirt, brother. Oh, that is the best yes. thing that's ever happened. Right. Yeah, no, can't, can't top that. What did, what did he do when he realised you were English? Because um, I assume that that would be a great big thrill for him. Yeah, we just made out for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is very good. I mean, I've not I seen Sonic the Hedgehog two yet. It's but not I, good, but it, I've not seen really, Sonic the Hedgehog one. It, oh, they're both great, and uh, I think Sonic the Hedgehog two. If you don't know anything about the games, maybe it's a bit stupid, um, but it's really fun and it's good, and I've enjoyed it a lot. Mm. I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah, the first one is is really terrific. It's on Netflix now for free, so. Oh, nice. Mm. I haven't seen it's, it yet. It's worth watching. It, it it has no right to be as good as it is. See, yeah, I like films like that. Um, originally, uh, Ryan Reynolds was linked to the project. Yeah. 
and he's linked to was, every project to be fair but it was it was it was after deadpool mm. obviously yeah. and so i think what they did was they wrote it to be a pg friendly version of deadpool yeah with all of the wisecracks that sonic the hedgehog does and, and then, then when he didn't do it, they basically got a Ryan Reynolds impersonator. They, uh, well, who, they got uh, um, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec to do it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, he just, it just out. sounds so much like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Like you yeah. think, I have to Google, like, is this his voice? Mm. Um, yeah, and, and what's not to like about that? Like yeah. a version of Deadpool that you um, – is. For, for everyone. And it's got Jim Carrey going back to being wacky, but not too much. Yeah. Sort of the right level of wacky that it doesn't become really annoying like it does in Ace Ventura. Yeah, but I think I think he has some kind of terminal disease because he said that he's uh, stopping acting after Sonic 2. Um, so I think he's done a, a bit of a... Yeah, he's done well, a bit of a Rosie Julia. He knows he can't top that. What's that? Um, what's that? That guy's name that like did all the acting with his foot. Um, didn't he like retire after he he won an Oscar or something? He did all of his acting with his foot. Film. He was in my he left foot. Um, he <laughs> he was in my left foot. Right. And um, uh, lots of other films, but he's like a method actor. And he just used um, his foot. Really intense. Well, well, in my left foot, he did because it was about somebody that was paralysed apart from their foot. Hey, is that true, Daniel or is that just you've you've seen the name of the film and assumed that's what it is? No, no, that is because he <laughs> he writes with his foot, doesn't he? I don't know. I haven't ever seen it. So he uses his foot in order to hold a pen and write, so he communicates. Daniel Day Lewis is that the name oh, of yeah. the method yeah, actor? Yeah. yeah. So he retired because he he did a film that won an Oscar, I, and he said, I like, think, that's I think it. he's done quite a lot right. of stuff since mm. since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he but in, he started. Um, he like, lived like, in nineteenth-century like, New York. For oh, sorry, New you York, weren't implying. He? Sorry, you weren't implying that he won an Oscar for My Left Foot. No. Well, I, maybe he did. His foot did. But that was my assumption from what you were saying. Like, I'm sure he's been in quite a lot of stuff since, like, the 80s. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not, not where the end of the story is, but that's that's what he's famous for, is that was his f- beginnings, wasn't it? He did he did left foot acting, and then that went well, so they said, okay, Gradually we'll trust you to the rest to, of his body. We'll yeah. trust you to act with both feet. And then they said, okay, well, how are your knees? You good bendy knees. And then bit by bit, they trusted him to be a whole body actor. Um, you know, like Apparently some people start his, off uh... with, with hand modeling and then it, it progresses. But anyway, he retired because he'd done a great big film and he said, right, that's it. And Jim uh, well, Carrey is the same. His, la- his last film was The Phantom Thread, uh, in which he played a man called Reynolds Woodcock. Um, yeah. and he somebody can't won get funnier Oscar. than that. He was in. Uh, he was in Lincoln. He didn't, win, he didn't win an Oscar for that. He he won an Oscar for There Will Be Blood. Yeah, and he did a bunch of films after that. Yeah. Did he win an Oscar for his uh, foot acting? I very much uh, doubt. There will be blood. I don't like, think so. No, my left doing, foot. He's in the. Um, he he hasn't retired because he's going to be in Juice Bigelow American Gigolo, which is in production now. He's what? I, I made that up. Okay, fine. <laughs> My, my first reaction enough that Dan believed you. I, no, but I was sure, like, I didn't... Yeah, he did win an Oscar for my left foot, Chris, so you, you're even more wrong than you thought you were. No, I wasn't wrong about that. I wasn't saying he you didn't You said he gave up acting it. after he won an Oscar. No, I said that he went out on a high, and that's the same as Jim Carrey. But did he, he win he an, an Oscar, Oscar for Phantom Thread? Well, I think he won... I thought he won an Oscar for his last film. Phantom He's Thread. won loads of Oscars. No, he didn't win an Oscar for that. But, but he's won well, loads of Oscars. My left foot. Right, but Phantom Thread was his last film. Maybe yes. he decided that he, he had no respect for, for how they marked his homework, and he thought, you're but all if idiots. He, if, he didn't, gonna... if he didn't win an Oscar for his last film, he didn't go out on a high, did he? He, no, won, his Oscar, he... he won an Oscar for his penultimate film in Lincoln. Yeah, so he went... As in, as not in Lincoln, but in Lincoln. Is he visiting... Maybe it was already filming the last one whilst he was uh, doing no, Lincoln. five years apart. Overlapped. Lincoln was 2012 and Phantom Thread yeah. was 2017. Anyway, Maybe they, maybe they filmed it for seven years. I don't mm. think Jim Carrey is terminally ill. 
I'd like to think he's not terminally ill. I'd like to think that he he just knows that he's, he can't well, do I mean, better than Sonic the Hedgehog two. Unless he's doing, a, he's doing a Raul Julia, like his kids, his kids like wanted him to be be in the Sonic films before so he passed on, away. You've, you've introduced another person here. Who is this person that you're talking about now? Raul Julia, who's that? Played, uh, the Street Fighter movie. He played M. Bison in Street Fighter and was okay. also uh, what's his face um, in the Adams Family, Gomez um, in the Adams Family films. Right. Uh, but he did he did Street Fighter because he was terminally ill and he he basically asked his kids what film he should do and they said he should do Street Fighter so he did it. I think a nicer well not nicer because it's also horrible and sad but um, Rick Moranis who played Lewis Tully in Ghostbusters mm. and and he played Honey I Shrunk the Kids yeah. he uh, retired from acting when his wife died so that he could just look after his children. Mm. That is nicer. Yeah. And it's, now they're old and he's sort of like, yeah, oh, so I can Why isn't come he back coming back? He is. Is he? He is. Yeah. Hang on, what's Rick Moranis yeah. doing? He's making a he's comeback. Himself. Is he going to be in Juice Bigelow, American Gigolo? I want him to do Spaceballs too. Like, they re- rebooted all the Star Wars shit and a bunch of Star Trek. So so they didn't reboot all the Star Wars. No, they just I'm, continued it inexplicably. They'll, they'll have a prequel called Helmet. Mm. Yeah, I'd watch that. So he did a lot of voice work, and then he was in uh, a TV show um, in which he did voice work. And now apparently he is he played Dark Helmet in the Goldbergs. Yes, he is uh, apparently. Oh, he's starring in a reboot of Honey I Shrunk the Kids, yes. just called Shrunk. This is going to be amazing. So I imagine he'll be like a bee or something. He's not going to be mm. the main guy, is he? No. No, it looks like the main guy is Josh Gad. Yeah, oh, no, I can't be asked with him. <laughs> yeah, Why can't no, he be the, the main guy? Way. I would go, Honey, I Shrunk the Grandkids, and I'd yeah, try to get the whole original cast good. back together. Well, because his, because his and, wife died. And um, Was she in the film? I don't know. But his the, wife died in real life, so they're not going to make him married in a film, are they? That would be insensitive. The, the plot would be is that the grandkids come around and they're messing around yeah. in the in the loft, looking at all their kind of funny things from the past, mm. be lots of nice flashbacks for people yeah. of our generation to enjoy. And then they accidentally get shrunk, and then they just do the whole film again, but with um, mobile phones. Yep. Yeah. Because mobile phones right, wouldn't work when they were shrunk because the, um, the radio waves would be too big. No, no, but other mm. people would have them. It just writes mm. itself. Mm. I, I've got a different angle. They should remake it in exactly the same way they did Jumanji, and by in the same way I mean Jumanji, I mean they should just cast The Rock. Well, having The Rock in it, yeah. He could, yeah. Be, well, he could be the oldest child. He, he should frankly be all of them, and it would be brilliant. And The Rock oh, wait, wait, shrunk, he could be he a would baby. just be the size of a normal human. Yeah. <laughs> he could be a baby that gets gets um, like a, yes. an ageing ray, but, but it's still the, the, mm. it's still the brain of a baby. Um. Yeah. That would be a, a a role that The Rock could play. Well, the sequel was Honey, I Blew Up the Baby, so maybe he'll yeah. come in for that mm. one. Yeah. Hmm. How did you find um, going on a plane for hours and hours and hours? Um, It was fine. Because your um, children are big enough that they are not going to be awful. Well, no, they were pretty they good. They might get... Izzy watched Lego movies. Um, Josh watched one episode of Teen Titans seven times and then looked out of the window. (laughs) Interesting. It's not very interesting. No, that's just that's what he did. He said, "Why don't you watch Lego movies?" I'm just just going to look out the window. Okay, Uh, we've we've got we've got like six hours left. Yeah, I'll look out the window. It'll be fine. So if you fly, like, um, say down to. Turkey or Greece yeah. or France. There's kind of like land to look at, yeah. Um, or Egypt, mm. right? There's stuff that's going on to look at. Mm. If you fly to America, it's I mean, just not when you're at thirty-five thousand feet. It's just the and sea. Adam, you see loads of really cool stuff when you're in a plane. If you look out a window. No, Adam just says that. I mean, it's clouds. Clouds. I'm, not I'm, look. Clouds. I'm not even going to bother looking. There'll be clouds. <laughs> Why would I look? It's clouds. 
Well, most I've been of the in time a plane and I've, you know, I've, I've been able to see, like, I've flown over Dorset when going, like, down Tenerife Way, and you look out and you think, "Wow, look!" You, you can, can pick out the like coast. Yeah, seen it. I've been able, I've been able to identify the Corinth Canal from thirty-five thousand feet. Congratulations! You can see that's that's the Corinth Canal. The idea you can't see anything is 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 one of the most stupid things you've ever said. <laughs> so you couldn't see anything. Maybe he's got those blinds down on the window. It's not, it's not very much interesting to see most of the time. <laughs> the blinds, by, by a quirk of fate, every time Adam's had a window seat, the blinds have always been down. Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> looked and thought, oh, it's cloudy it's today. It's never occurred to him that they might have been possible to open them. <laughs> but basically, once I've taken off, or other than when I'm landing, I don't really care that much. You just come up into I'm obviously not like, not like Josh. I, I can't really stare out of a window for six hours on the off chance yeah. I see some land. What did he see when he was staring out the window? Did he well, tell you? Just top of clouds, really, um, <laughs> and and some and some sea. But as soon as we got up above the clouds, he looked out the window and said, "Oh well, heaven doesn't exist then," <laughs> because he wanted, it was a test he was doing to see if he could see angels and uh, right. dead people on the clouds because right. that's where heaven is. And uh, <laughs> we got up there and he he couldn't see any, so he said, "Ah oh, well, well, heaven's not real." Right. Well, we can't argue with his logic. That, t- that time he learnt that lesson. Mm. Mm. Rip that bandaid off. Yeah. So uh, yeah, to... he just, just looked out the window for a, for a long time. He had the the map thing on the screen as well that tells you mm. exactly, like where you are and how fast you're going. Mm. He looked at that for a long time, and uh, then just interrupted me every ten minutes while I was trying to watch a film. <laughs> what? What? Aim to to say what? Just to ask me if we were nearly there. <laughs> I'm go- I'm going on a plane in two weeks' time, and so yeah. I could do with some tips in how to annoy Gemma. Uh, I mean, just that, keep, that sounds like a good start. Keep asking if you can go to the toilet every ten minutes. Right, that's really annoying. Yeah, I watched Tenet, and it took me five and a half hours. Wow! Uh, just well, because I don't know how, just how, how long I kept is it? To- uh, it's just the, uh, two the, hours. Un- the unusual, the unusual extra long aeroplane. No, just because every, every few minutes I had to stop it so that he could ask me a question like, "Are we nearly there?" and go to the toilet, and mm. could I open his his muffin for him that he didn't eat his lunch because he decided an hour later that was a good time for it. <coughs> Apart from that, he was fine. And then on the way back, it was night time, so they slept, and I watched uh, I watched Wonder Woman eighty four so that I could go to sleep. And mm. then I watched The Dark Knight, which I haven't watched for, I think, about 10 years. And I've forgotten how brilliant it is. Yes. Particularly in stark contrast to Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. Which is a stupid film. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. was. Uh, I think they, they haven't done particularly well on the DC front, I'll be honest. Like, it's everything seems to be extremely hit and miss. I yeah. like the first Wonder Woman film. The first one was really good. Shazam yeah. is good. Yeah. Um, I think the first Suicide Squad film is bad, but I liked it. The second one is meant to be good, but I didn't like it. See, I really enjoyed the second one. I found the first one to be fine, but it took itself way too seriously for what is basically a very silly premise. Yeah. yeah. Um, I found Aquaman boring. Um, uh, yeah, I thought I thought it had it had good spots, but it went on too long, which is a problem with a lot of. A lot and of superhero films. The Justice League Snyder cut, I thought was good, but about three hundred percent too long. Yeah, I think you could have just cut down a lot of the moody th- scenes and really have kept the film intact. Yeah, but then it wouldn't have been the Snyder cut; it would have been a good film. Yes, yeah. but also it wouldn't have been the Whedon cut, which is, I think, important. Yeah, I mean, lots of the the film is bad in all of its current versions. Yeah. I think we should uh, make the two-star cut. <laughs> I can guarantee you it will be very short. Well, effectively, we would just do what you can do on the podcast and just press remove silence, and we do that, and it would just trim out all the bits where nothing's happening. Yeah. It would come in at probably probably still about an hour and, hour and 40 minutes. Um, I, I need to know more about that feature. Remove silence. Yeah, you just what do you mean? Well, like if we do is that, is this a thing in then, editing? Yeah, well, I think it, I think it does it in the post production, but I think you can do it in Audacity as well. 
Yeah. But any... It'll, it'll trim silence down to not remove it entirely, because if you remove it entirely, you end up with extremely strange speech patterns. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like it's been put together by, like, out of recordings. So, that you so it's could... clever enough that if it gets, like, a five-second silence, it will reduce it to half a second. Yeah. Yeah, If you a lot of podcast apps have it. Mm. Um, there's a trip like a trim silence option, but you tend to find that you do end up with weird clipping in places where it it thinks the silence is it thinks somebody stopped speaking, so it cuts before What's they a- have actually stopped speaking because the levels drop off when you stop speaking. What about all of our really dramatic pauses that we well, have? Yes, it, wouldn't, it, as well. it, wouldn't know, it wouldn't know those. I prefer to leave the silences in to preserve the artistic vision of the two-star oh, podcast. I you going to say to pad the episodes. Yeah. And to pad them. Well, I don't, most of them don't need padding, to be fair. That's true. I think it's most like, of them um, need like, just a ch- like 20 minutes in the middle just cutting out. It's like jazz podcast, isn't it? A lot of the time yeah. it's about what we don't talk about. Yeah. But that's everything. Sometimes. Yeah, I suppose. Other times we talk about at my left foot mm. extensively for no reason. Yeah, so what does he do with his left foot then? What so? What doesn't he do with it? <laughs> I mean, what can he do with a left foot that wins an Oscar? Um, so it's based on a true story. A man and, and wins this an Oscar. Is, this is my memory of something that I think I've seen ten or twenty minutes of. Oh, okay. About, Not you think you've seen about twenty-five years ago. Mm-hmm. So there's um, there's a man, or maybe a boy, mm-hmm. but that's still a man, but a young man. It's just um, yeah, a proto man. Yeah, and he is paralysed, apart from his left foot. Okay, How and does I think he maybe he can paralyzed? move a little bit. I don't know. Like he was born like it, or he had an accident. Okay, one of them. <laughs> um, and everybody writes him off because it's like in the olden times, mm. and they they just leave him somewhere with like a stick of chalk or something, and he he learns to grab it with his feet and starts writing, and then they realise that he's cleverer than they thought, and so then he writes something really profound. And then he, I just I, draws yeah, balls. <laughs> well, let's let's say, uh, yeah, he becomes a famous novelist. I don't okay. know, but he's and at just, least able to express himself. But what life experiences he have that could make make an interesting novel? Um. Uh. Well, I guess socks are very important in his yeah. culture. Well, one is. <laughs> the other one, he doesn't care for. This is this is going back to um, the idea we had of like half remembered films. Yeah. The problem so is I, get, I, I thought about doing more of that, but I couldn't I, remember any. I, I think that I probably got it quite right. <laughs> okay. Well, I think before you do that, you've just you've described the first act. What then? What happens? What's the what's um, the jeopardy? Uh, then he gets more accepted by society. Right. Um, then his foot falls off. And he gets more accepted by society, and then I've, I, I, don't he know. I guess he, or becomes a foot. bank manager or something. I, I don't know. What do you think happens at the end? Um, he competes in the Winter Olympic Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, as a downhill um, slalom. I don't know. Hmm. I think what happens in the end is um, he goes on to become one of the leading foot fetish artists of his generation. <laughs> he invents OnlyFans. <laughs> I think. I think the end of it is that the because of the human endeavour and effort that he's shown, yeah. he's able to communicate more effectively, and then he 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 gains a certain amount of dignity in his life. Mm, I would guess. Sounds shit. Or mm. he dies. I don't know. Yeah, probably dies. Possibly both. He gets in a, it's, he, he, he hops he, into a, a, a chipper. He says, what I really, really want to do is go and swim in the ocean. And mm. they take pity on him and say, okay, we'll go and swim in the ocean. And then shark attack, and it bites off his left foot. <laughs> yeah. Serves him right for 
for yeah. not staying in his box. I'm uh, Shall scrolling we find through out? some um, reviews. I want to find a one-star review to read out, but everyone seems to be saying it's very, very good. What, the left foot one, Phil? Right. Yeah. Everyone on IMDb seems to like it. Mm. So I feel like he, it's the kind of film that you wouldn't watch if that wasn't your kind... Like, if it wasn't very specifically your kind of film, it's not the kind of thing you'd watch on the off chance that, you know, it takes your fancy and... Well, I've got a four out of ten review, which is two stars. Mm. Mm. Uh, it says, so I, can... I finally saw the film My Left Foot last night after years of being told by my mother how amazing it is. The central performance of Day-Lewis is indeed remarkable and amazing, but anyone with a minimal exposure to his other work should expect nothing less. The fatal misjudgment in my eyes was that becoming obsessed with proving the normalcy of this man, the movie chose to show him as a complete and utter jerk. On one hand, I can see this as a logical correlation. Mankind always has the capacity, capacity to be objectionable, and disability shouldn't obscure that. I just wish that impartial onlookers wouldn't be so forgiving of aberrant behaviour and assume that circumstances automatically make it forgivable. They don't. Acting out is normal, and so, yes, disabled people act out. But they don't do it because they're disabled. They do it because they're being unreasonable. A physical impairment doesn't afford you the right to throw a hissy fit in public just because someone you love turns you down. I don't know that this is really reviewing the film. I think there's, yeah, I think there's something going on the there. Bad yeah. opinions about disabled people. Out. Yeah, I think maybe maybe this person's got some other things that they're working through. Yeah. Well, probably not working through by the sound of it. Well, possibly, yeah. So, yeah, in summary, so yes, just because you've overcome obstacles to achieve great things doesn't make you any less of a jerk. Would you I like to know fair. the plot? Because I, I, think I, I think I totally nailed this. Okay. Right. In 1932, Christy Brown is born into a family of 15. It's in Ireland, by the way. Um, oh, it's quite a small doc- family. Doctors discover he has severe cerebral palsy. Christy is unable to walk or talk. He is loved and supported by his family, especially his mother. One day, Christy's not, not mother. Quite abandoned. One day, Christy's mother trips down the stairs while in labour, and Christy was the only mm. person home to see it. You can trip somebody able, with one foot, can't you? He was mm-hmm. able to alert some neighbours and summon them over to help. Christy's father, who never believed Christy would amount to anything, starts to become proud after witnessing him use his left foot. Now, this is the bit I think I've seen. The only body part he can fully control to write the word mother on the floor with a piece of chalk. Mm-hmm. Consequently, Christie seeks a hobby in painting. The neighbourhood youngsters include him in their activities, like street football, but when he paints a picture and gives it to a girl he likes, she returns it. Later, his father loses his job and the family faces exceptionally difficult hardships, so Christie devises a plan to help his brother steal coal to their mother's dismay. Christie's mother, who had been gradually gathering some savings in a tin in the fireplace, finally saves enough to buy him a wheelchair. Christie is then introduced to Eileen Cole, who takes him to her school for cerebral palsy patients and persuades a friend of hers to hold an exhibition of his work. Christie falls in love with Cole, but when he learns during the dinner that she is engaged to be married, he considers suicide. His mother helps him build a private studio for himself, but soon afterwards his father dies of a stroke, and during the wake, Christie instigates a brawl. At this point, Christie starts writing his autobiography, My Left Foot. Cole returns, and they resume their friendship. Later on, Christie attends a charity event where he meets his handler, a nurse named Mary Carr. She begins reading his autobiography. He asks Mary to go out with him, and they then happily leave the fate together. Well, that sounds boring, doesn't it? It really does. So boring about the Graham has got up and walked out halfway through the description. Yeah. I can't say I blame him. So I say you're not sound time. like a bit of a dick. Yeah. I, I don't know. I kind of understand I, where uh, Graham's review was coming from. Yeah. I mean, he instigated a brawl at a wake. That's a bit of a dick move. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the, the things that makes me want to maybe watch this film, is how do you start a brawl at a wake when... With just your left only, foot. With just your left foot. <laughs> I mean, you could put it in the coffin. Um, that, that definitely upsets some people. 
Yeah, yeah I'll do it. Well, so you're going to sort of get over to the coffin and then plonk your foot in? Yeah. yeah. Right. I, mean, I guess if it's not too high up, it might be difficult otherwise. I've not really put a lot of thought into the logistics of this, I'll, I'll be honest. I was just kind of spitballing ideas for how you start a, fo- a brawler awake with only one functioning foot. Um, if you can control his wheelchair, maybe he like ram raided the coffin. Well, this is this is the thirties, right? So he's not got an electric wheelchair. Oh, he'd have to have somebody to push him around in it. Um, I assume if he's suitably belligerent, he could like persuade someone or incite someone to ram raid the coffin. I mean, you'd assume like he's like he'd signal for his chalkboard and then just write something obscene on it. Yeah, that could work too. But it's less interesting. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, Chris. Your description of the film was completely different from the subsequent. I think there was reality. certain there were certain bits of it that I think I'd I'd remembered the best bits, hadn't I? Yeah, I yeah, feel I'll like give you that. I feel like. There wasn't a lot in your original description that you couldn't have just guessed from the title, given how little resemblance it bore to the actual content of the film. That's not fair, because I, if you recall, I remembered the thing where he wrote something with chalk. No, you did, yes. With his foot. And you couldn't have possibly known that otherwise. So you're right. No, but it was quite it was quite specific, wasn't it? That he got some chalk to write. Yeah, I mean there aren't any, there's, there's uh, and also yeah. the bit where where society gets gives him more acceptance and um, he's sort of has a bit more dignity in his life. That was correct, wasn't it? Started a fight and awake. I was going to say I, I wasn't hearing a lot of dignity at any point during during this. Uh, the the. The children in the neighbourhood included him in their um, football games. I suppose. I suppose. Was the ball? I mean, I, I think I think he might have even got a call up for England in the nineties. The old uh, left left sided uh, winger problem. No, that's true. We were pretty hey! desperate. Wasn't we? What was the? Way that was a. For? That was a. That was a, a football joke. Actually, to be fair, they wouldn't have done because Glenn Hoddle. Not a fan of the disabled. No, true. Yes. He didn't hate the disabled. He just thought they were awful in previous lives. Well, I don't know, but that would possibly influence your decision to call them up for the England team. Mm, do you not think he would say, well, look, they're, they're being punished now. I won't lump onto it. I don't know. He seemed like quite an awful person. I guess so. Maybe he could have got a spiritual healer to sort his foot out. No, not his foot, his rest of him. The foot was fine. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a terrible misjudgment. Yeah. Get them to sort the rest of the body out and they just do something to the foot and like give him a nice pedicure or something. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. Or we'll get those little fish that eat all the skin off them. Yeah, yeah. Where have they all gone? They used to be in I every shopping centre in the land, didn't they? It's COVID. Yes. Yeah. Does that affect fish? No, but I think just like it, it removed the demand. Hmm. I think and then, like, that our supply chain issues caused by COVID and Brexit, you can't get hold of them. I yeah. think that I, given that you don't shake hands with people anymore, putting mm. your feet in a fish tank that lots of other people have put their feet in <laughs> does seem like quite a lot of sharing of, of. Well, yeah, but you don't shake feet with them either. So I think that was disgusting before COVID. Mm. Yeah, but people are more aware of things that are disgusting. People are more aware of disgusting stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's why I've shaken, I've shaken um, feet with people. People with cerebral palsy who win at Oscars. I was, I was taken to a um, uh, by a Belgian friend. Um, he drove me to Maastricht, where I ate hallucinogenic truffles. And then he took me to like a nature theme park where you take your shoes and socks off and you walk around in nature through like different squelchy mud and um, in all kinds of things. And one of them was you had to shake hands with, but with your feet. Chris, were you being groomed? No, I don't think so. 
if anything, I was being ungroomed because, like, I had relatively clean feet to start with, and at the end of it, um, I had all muddy feet from walking mm. through. I think you're being groomed by from fetishes. walking through, um, like big, big cold muddy puddles. But yeah, but that's where um, I shook. Uh, just briefly, hands. just dance, just dance up a toilet in his bedroom. What? That's, that's what it looks like. What? You've got a toilet seat by your radiator. No, it's my dirty linen basket. I'm sure it is at this point. No. Why is your dirty linen basket just next to the radiator? Where else? Right it's asking for trouble, isn't it? It's all the, it's gonna, but it's going to warm up all the all the scents. And, uh, like, it's like a terrible diffuser. Could I wash? Warming up all the all of the substances in your uh, in your what? Yeah, but they're I, when they're at their dirtiest, you're putting them next to a radiator. Well, I guess, but there's nowhere else to put them. You put them in a washing machine immediately. Well, I can't do that. Off, just put them straight in the washing machine. Put the washing machine on. We can all burn a hell of a lot of water. <laughs> it's the only way to be sure. <laughs> yes. Right, so I found a thing that's similar to where I went, where I used my left foot and also my right foot. Um, they're called. They're quite popular in the Netherlands. Your feet. Um, they're called blotivo etten pad, bare feet path, and um, yeah, you walk. You walk through all kinds of different stuff. This doesn't help me understand why you then shake feet with somebody. Um, it was about being in nature and being um, being um, communing with each other and friendship. I think it was probably broadly anti-war. The okay. the, the shaking feet. I don't understand but what that achieves that, that shaking you hands couldn't. Have. Your, you intertwine. Well, the whole point is that you're you're going barefoot. Yeah. So you're doing different things with your feet. And one of yeah. them is um shaking feet with other people. And I think it's broadly anti war as a message. Did you have to eat with your feet? No. Did you have to what else could you do? Comb your hair with your feet? It's like a beginner's it was mostly walking. So it was walking and shaking by... feet. So I think the shaking <laughs> feet was made up. I don't think that's a no, no, no. There was a sign. There was a sign that said, like, like instructions. A joke sign. Yeah. No, there was a set of instructions. A, a sign they put up to trick things. tourists. And it said, now you've, shake got feet. To, yeah. now you've got to shake feet with each other. Did somebody Is, put the sign up with it, their feet? They had these special lockers where you, you put your, your hands. <laughs> this definitely happened. Okay. I, I'm not doubting didn't that it ju- happened. Didn't you just say that you did this after you consumed hallucinogens? Yeah. yeah, I'm not doubting that it happened. I'm just not convinced it was meant to happen. No, no, it it it, it was. Oh, I don't know how the how the hell I can tricked by a naughty Belgian. Yeah, by naughty yeah, Belgian I pervert. Have to check the, the Belgian government websites. Have they got like you know alerts, guidance for people to avoid being scammed? Oh, by... I've found it. So you have to link your toes with somebody. You have to link your toes with somebody. To I would experience, just refuse. To experience, I would just say, no, foot, I'm not doing that. That's disgusting. To experience foot friendship. I don't want to be foot friends with no. somebody. No. I'm quite happy with my, my feet being lonely. Yeah. Let's think about other people's. No. Right. If I anyone tried found... to intertwine their toes with me, I would use my feet in the way that God intended to kick them in the balls. Well, that's that's a very... They wouldn't let you in the park with that kind of attitude. I wouldn't want to be in the park if they're going to make me intertwine my toes with other people. Yeah, I, they. I found. I found it. This. This is. This is something that is is perfectly normal if you're Belgian. <laughs> so completely weird. No, I'm looking at this. This is sex tourism. That's what you did. You did sex tourism. Yeah, that's absolutely disgusting. What. I'd like to see is like more. I think it's a slippery slope. Well, it's probably very slippery, judging by the state of their feet. But I think you're on a path to sploshing. 
Well, he did do well, sploshing because. Okay, so well, I'm looking okay, at the map. Okay, well, there you go. You're on a path away from sloshing. <laughs> I'm looking at the map now. Natural um, playing is one of the items in the menu. Um, what? I've clicked on barefoot cabin and it says natural playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sex tourism. Chris, I'd say show us on the doll where they touched you, but you've told us that part already. Yeah, it's the theme, um, yeah. Agenda. Okay, they've got an FAQ. What age groups is the park intended? All ages are welcome. Absolute perverts. Yeah. I'm worried for you, Chris. So I'm worried for your soul. Hi fans, it's Graham. I'd uh, just like to apologise to you for the complete lack of even acknowledgement that this brilliant pun from Daniel was given. I would apologise to Dan as well, except I think it was probably not intended. Should we bring a towel? Yes, please bring a towel. Well, you're right, you should bring a towel. Are dogs allowed Don't in a barefoot the park? No, dogs are not allowed in a barefoot park. That's the only thing I agree with them on. I wouldn't want to stand in a dog shit in barefoot. I mean, they wouldn't, well, I mean, they wouldn't benefit. They already have bare feet. So uh, I, not all dogs have bare feet. I don't know if the where we I mean, shook like, feet what, are you was putting dog shoes on them. Something. I don't know if it was if it was in if you're looking at the map. I don't think know if it was Lovers Lane number eight. Learn all about love and love couples, <laughs> which yep. isn't helping my case that this is no. a this is a perfectly innocent adventure. Non-sexual. Um, it might have been the connection circle. We might have made a connection with our feet. At the end, that could have been it, couldn't it? Well, I'm on the um, natural playing page, and Google isn't even offering to translate it for me because it's so disgusting. Oh, mine's just all gone in English. Oh no, that's this is. I've got English selected, but this is still in Netherlands. Oh, what in the map? Legal thing? reasons. Yeah. If you if you scroll down, then it's all translated for you. No. Below the map. No, I'm not on a map. Looking at pages. Pages? Where have you where have you found this? Just at the top it says natural playing under barefoot cabin. Oh barefoot cabin. Oh yeah, but um I didn't go in a cabin. But you I went know to what? the outside you, bit. You, what you did your you did your disgusting foot action in public? Yeah, it was all outside. It's a bit of a coincidence that the park is shaped like a foot, isn't it? Mm. I think you say it's a bit of criticism because the park is shut down now. Yeah. Right. Lots of police tape Annual Pass twenty twenty two. Receive a lot of extras. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they this do is, corporates. Uh... God, can you imagine that on a corporate retreat? I would hand in my notice before we left. We associate yeah. with your awful yeah. colleagues. Yeah, yeah, no, that's I mean, a good I like way to... My colleagues, but I do not in any sense want to... It's a great way to reduce your wage bill. Yeah. Mm. Jesus. Or possibly weed out the foot fetishists in your company. <laughs> right, I'm on TripAdvisor. Nine euros. Looking... That's ridiculous. I'm on TripAdvisor looking for pictures. There's lots of muddy well, feet. It's not that expensive. Oh, God, I've got... Nine I've... euros seems about to shake right. feet with somebody. I've seen I mean, I assume it's, that's not just for the foot shaking. That's for the whole experience. No, I think it's just for the foot shaking. Oh, okay. I expensive then. That's all flooding back to me now. Walking through all these muddy trails. Whilst trying not to hallucinate. Why are you trying not to? Um, yeah, well, so I that's needed the entire to, point of taking the hallucinogens. I needed yeah. to um, kind of get through the obstacles. Obstacles? Yeah. Because the, uh, the, the bodies of other people <laughs> that had fallen on the path. No, no. The, so, so the path is like a, like a very mild assault course. So you've got like wooden stepping stones and you've got to go like in, in and out of um, ponds to get round you know, to get where you're going and over. It says, do we have to do all the obstacles? It says, no, you can walk past the obstacles. And walking, well, you can walk past the obstacles, but... You could have just walked past hallucinating and enjoying yourself. What kind of vest wearer would avoid obstacles? Come on. The sort of pervert who shakes feet with people. 
I'm not a vest wearer. I was in for a penny, in for a pound. I did everything. Yeah, suppressing the hallucinations. Did all the hallucinogenic. I did all the took all the hallucinogenic truffles I was given, scoffed them down. Um, then went around touching other people's feet. Mm. I can't believe deep, nobody deep nobody that shook feet wouldn't have taken a picture because it's a. Uh, um, Maybe their cameras are smashed on the way out. Maybe. I think that's forbidden knowledge. I think so, yeah. I think if everybody... I think if shaking feet was the standard way of greeting people, I think our culture would be much better. No, I completely disagree with you. No, it wouldn't. I think we'd keep our feet cleaner. I think we'd probably not wear as many shoes. And I think as, as, as many small. Yeah, I would wear two pairs of shoes to ensure minimal contact with actual feet. I, I think there would teams be teams would have less, taken off a long time ago. Yeah. I think mm. there would be less war if people were barefoot. Yes, because no one would yeah, ever would stand on a stand on a bullet casing with with bare feet, do you? Yeah, exactly. But I think there'd be, I there'd be a less, lot less of everything. If you, yeah, if yeah. you were going bare feet everywhere, um, it's yeah, just not inherently an uncomfortable be thing more, to do. There'd be more nature. No, your feet would toughen up a bit. Well, I mean, eventually, if you didn't die before you got to that point, or suffer some kind of crippling foot injury that meant you could no longer walk. I'm finding it really difficult to concentrate with this many find any evidence that, that you did find this. evidence find evidence that this is a thing a consensual legal thing yeah you don't want to advertise when you're doing something like this so you went to this out there legitimate place and then somebody made you somebody sexually assaulted you with their feet and told you it was normal that's what happened I didn't hear all of that. That's probably best. Hmm. I think it was just a normal day out in Belgium. Hmm. Yeah, and that's <laughs> yes, that's precisely the problem with Belgium. I agree with you. <laughs> that was lovely. I'd I'd go again without the hallucinogenic truffles. Okay. Belgium well, or we'll to place specifically? Um, you, well, I mean, I was specifically thinking of the the walking around the barefoot. Place. Okay. Well, maybe when we go to Milton Keynes in July, we could walk around bare feet and rub each other's feet and such like. I mean, we could. We, we why could would not. you? Why would you suggest that? Yeah, it's just. Because Chris has obviously had a spiritual experience there, it. maybe, maybe yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Milton Keynes is built um, aligned with the uh, summer and winter solstice, isn't it? So, um, I think the all of the roundabouts so, are on ley lines. Their big main street is is lined up, isn't it? Well, that's like saying it's is basically it's north to south. No. Why? Because the 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 angle where the oh, sun east to west then the angle where the sun sets on summer solstice uh, is is not north south. No, it's yeah, it's very, east west. It's a very, yeah. No, it's not east west. Of course, it is. <laughs> it's not. Well, it's it has not. To it's be one very, of the four. It's a, no, it's Chris, a very. You're, think, you're thinking of that. That you're thinking of that train tunnel. Yeah. You're thinking of Stonehenge. Mm-hmm. It basically is Stonehenge. Milton Keynes no, is the modern it's, version it's of not, Stonehenge. It's not. It's very different. Like, there's a lot more roads for a start. I I'm not sure I can continue to be part of a podcast if you're not gonna if you're not gonna listen properly about Milton Keynes and and um foot. That's your foot, breaking point. Foot. Well, hang on, we're <laughs> almost is, this... going on the summer solstice, so we could put this to the test. Yeah. So this is a very bold lie that we can easily disprove. It's also a really weird lie. <laughs> yeah, the foot it's, one it's actually a very long. It's, 
it's a month after the summer solstice. Oh yeah, that's June, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Fair point. I mean, it would still be relatively like it would be within within one twelfth of the. And so they did this on purpose in Milton Keynes, did they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you're building a new city from scratch and do, so do what the what within, like, within thirty degrees of the. Anyway, it's um, it's a bit of a weird one. I guess if you're if you're just doing it from scratch, you might as well. And I suppose it's good to have that for, that is sort of attractive for two days of the year. Although it does pretty much guarantee that for most of the year, if you're driving down the main street half of the day, you're just blinded by the sun shining directly in your eyes as it comes perfectly along the, mm. the road. Annoying, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you happen to live in the wrong, the wrong side compared to where you work, every commute every day would just be sun in your eyes. You've got a big pointy thing on a hill. What? The Angel of the North. No, that's a big um, man thing on a hill. Yeah, the big pointy thing on a hill uh, points directly at the sun as it comes up. Good. Well, I suppose it probably does that every day if you stand in the right place. Good. Well, I've learned a useful fact about Milton Keynes. Yeah. Cool. Don't they have those food delivery drones? Uh, maybe and concrete cows. Oh, That's yeah, technically no Bedford, but uh, it's all the same, isn't it? Yeah. So that's quite a good example of a long silence that would be edited out by. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are we um, dramatic pause? Are we approaching the end? Because. It's Friday night. I mean, in so many ways, yes. Yeah, well, I finished my beer. Yeah. It's been an exciting... Despite despite Chris's claims to the contrary, it seems that uh, we're now really, really pushing it for everything to be okay Mm. by late spring. Yeah, he's got another month, I guess. Everything is kind of okay. Well, you said fine, not just okay. Yeah, fine, I feel like, is very difficult to describe. More than okay or worse than okay? I think it's just more specific. Yeah. Is it more specific or are both of them a bit vague? Well, it's well, a bit vague. vague. Yeah, they're both so, like, vague. I feel, I feel like there are different situations. Yeah, there's different situations in which if somebody asked you, how are you doing? Like, you go, I'm fine or I'm okay. Like, yeah. fine implies better than okay in that we need situation. To, okay, okay. So, so ask me how I am. How are you, Chris? I'm fine. You could equally ask me how I am. Yeah. Ask me how I am. Adam could equally ask me how everything is, and I could say it's fine. All right, it's exactly. fine. That's my yeah. point. Okay. That's my point. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I don't want to talk about it. It's fine. It's fine. Like, yeah, fine. Everything what's, is I'm, fine. Yeah. What's 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 shaking? We're, yeah, we're all fine. No, Everyone's fine. It's great. Got some good wiggle room there. But you can do the same mm. with okay, can't you? Mm. Yeah. Okay, Not I think quite. You, no, Probably I don't. Think it's not the same extent. Yeah, there's okay. more flexibility. Like, I think fine is okay. a wider range. Okay, fine has got a wider range. I agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't think you get quite the same passive aggressive nature to no. okay as you do with fine. Yeah, like okay is either I'm okay, not great, or another good yeah, one would okay. be peachy. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, but again, I don't think it has the same range as uh, you can prefix it with fucking. That's good. So my yeah. prediction that everything yeah. would be fine is yeah. uh, do you, do you have to take it the the way that I the intonation I, I used feel in that like the intonation at the time is the one that needs to be considered when well, it comes you to you can't but you can't tell intonation from a Google Keep document can you and that's what we have to go <laughs> by yeah so I think we just get to choose I think it depends mm. how if Chris is uh, is winning yeah <laughs> well, comes to total up the points or not really isn't it. Yeah, so I think yeah. basically it's whichever intonation suits Chris the least. I mean, it is a bold assumption that we'll still be here at the end of the year to discuss this. But... Yeah, fair point. Yeah. It's been a very exciting time to be a two-star podcast listener this week with three episodes dropping. Yeah. So that's yeah. tremendous, isn't it? Lucky I hope people. you guys 
too many. Yeah, oh, it's three too many, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone would disagree. Yeah. I mean, you could argue it's three and a half. Well, mm. you, probably, you can argue it's five too many. We'd be wrong. Oh, we've released three we've and a half. At least three and a half, yeah. yeah. I see. Yeah, I guess. But it's the same half, so can you count the same half twice? Mm. Well, hence the half. Like, we, you really... Well, I guess it wasn't quite half. Depends how bad you are at counting. But it was, it was like a quarter, at least. Yeah, it was far off half. But then that half is then sort of subsumed within the third hole mm. as well. So That's true. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess it's a philosophical question, isn't it? Yes. Right. But I do think everything is going to be fine pretty soon. I really mm-hmm. don't. I mean, it's getting finer, I suppose. I mean, COVID is finished now. Yeah, it's, like, COVID is, it's, it's only, gone away. It's only yeah. 200 or so people that are dying every day yeah, it's in the not UK. That, from not it. I discovered a fun fact as well, which, which also helps to explain why everything's so fine, which is that if you, you obviously can't get the free tests anymore, um, but you can buy them. But the ones that you can buy, you can't report to the NHS. Yeah, they, they're saying, no, we don't want that shit, mate. Any Anyone could have made that. <laughs> so uh, that 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 definitely helps explain why the the positive rate has gone down so much. It's because <laughs> nobody's re- reporting the tests, even if they are doing them. The thing is, even if you get COVID, then you're fine. So yeah, just, there isn't yeah. a problem. Yeah. Apart from the two hundred ish people that are dying every day from COVID, and they're only dying because they uh, don't back Britain. No, no, but as an as a kind of rolling average. Uh, last seven days. It's uh, last seven days is two thousand. Uh, why are you why are you bringing um, reality back into spoilers for me? Yeah, that does sound like that. more than two hundred a day. Mm. I'm not. I'm not a maths expert like you, Chris. So you'll have. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Mm. Let's not talk about things that are real. No, let's. Uh, it's let's... all fine. Yeah, everything's fine. And we don't need to discuss it. Fine. And and um, yeah, there's everything's fine. Boris hmm. Johnson's doing really well. We need to leave him. To he's get doing on fine. He's doing. Isn't he? he's doing fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not even in the country at the moment, which it, it makes everything fine. It's fine by me. Um, Archbishop of Canterbury, he's not fine, is he? He's a rotter. He no, shouldn't. He shouldn't allowed to have an opinion on. On moral matters, he's virtue signaling—that's the problem. Yeah, everyone is fine, Chris. We're all everyone. fine. Right, stop this so I can go back to being fine. Yes. I mean, you know, to be fair, you know, there's there's a lot of fine going around at the moment. Mm. Um, <laughs> yes, the Met have just announced a bit more fine, um, yeah. but they won't tell, they won't they won't say who. <laughs> It's some surprise fine. It's uh, all right. How, how many how many fines have of the Met announced that are fine? Uh, they won't say. Just because apparently it's <laughs> they've said they've brilliantly said that it would be against the local election rules um, for them to announce who how many fines they've issued or to whom. And that's fine. <laughs> it would be it would be breaking the impartiality rules unless they presumably issued an equal number of fines to all political parties. Yes, because that's how crime works now. So we've got to wait till after the local elections to find out the nature of the fines. But it's fine. Yes. Um, oh it's all fine. It's all. It's all fine. It's fine. I think I can work out what the episode title for tonight is going to be. Mm. I was thinking of a time when somebody said it's fine and it really wasn't. And it's when um, me, Graham and friend of the show Hayden were in Hayden's new Ford Focus in Bridport. (laughs) Graham opened the door of the passenger side and it got caught by the wind. And a very slammed, strong wind. Slammed into a bollard. Yeah. <laughs> leaving a horrible, horrible dent yeah. in the car that he'd been driving for less than a week. Yeah. And Hayden, through gritted teeth, kept on saying, It's fine. It was fine. 
Fine, don't, got... don't worry about it. It's yeah. fine. Could have it's happened fine. to anyone. He's I got don't... a different car now, hasn't he? So the problem, the problem went away. It was fine. It's fine. Yeah. My new car is fine. Yeah. I, I wanted a dent, actually, so it's fine. Yeah, don't and she makes it you. less attractive to thieves, so I did him a favour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. I think that's as good a point as any to end it. Correct. Yeah, I'm good with that.